Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Studio Experience Podcast for the last episode of Season 2. It's a bonus episode. Today, we're talking about setting a mood, setting a vibe, just creating a really cool space for you to do the creative work that you do and kind of do it with a cool vibe. So, Joe, great to have you, man. I'm glad to dive into this topic with you. Oh, I'm, I'm super excited about this topic as well, and I'm glad to be here and feeling great after Thanksgiving dinner. Feeling good. Yep. Yeah, we're hoping everyone has a great holiday season if you're listening kind of in real time as we're releasing, which before we do dive in, speaking of all of that, so we're in the holidays right now, kind of between Thanksgiving and Christmas, so this will be the last episode for this season We're going to take about six weeks off to just kind of get through the rest of the holidays, take some time off and prepare for the upcoming season of season three. And Joe, it's crazy. We were just talking about this, that we have been releasing episodes and been a podcast for nearly a year now. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. What do we have? This will be episode, what, 48? Right. Yep. Nearly 50. Yep. It's been a blast. Yeah. And just awesome sharing all different kinds of thoughts with you and with some guests. It's been a lot of fun. I know guests are a big to do for us for the season three and kind of moving forward. So I'm, it's been great, but I'm excited for the future too. Yeah. Yeah. Same, same here. And we'll have a new uh, season three song for the intros and outros. Oh yeah, that's right. I think it's my job (laughs) this time. So I'll get on that over over the holidays. Yeah. Pressure's on. I'm just going to use all found objects. (laughs) <laughs> the abstract you should yeah you should just do like couch rubbing noises no i don't know <laughs> this is getting yeah. weird yeah, no that's it. it's all foley it's all foley yeah, yeah there we go and all foley Actually, it might be kind of cool that would be interesting yeah we'll see how much time i have <laughs> nice it's gonna be in okay. atmos yeah that's right everything is in atmos now that's joe's primary directive <laughs> which we will follow up on i think in season three at some point yeah. See where that's standing in the industry. Right. Yeah, that'll be fun because it's developing all the time. Yep, absolutely. So yeah, setting a mood. Yeah. What, is that, what does that mean to you, Adam? Well, to me, I feel like it's kind of a headspace as much as anything else. It's just that feeling like you walk into a room and it immediately gives you a certain feel, like kind of puts you in a different headspace, gives you a certain emotion even at times. And so talking about that, to me, it's kind of just like, what sort of headspace does your environment put you in? What's that mood that you're setting? What does it make you think of? Oh, yeah, same sort of thing. Being able to set the mood and set um, everything up in the room, basically to, to be creative. Mm-hmm. Which looks pretty different for everyone. Yeah, just be for me. It's being able to get in and just like work immediately mm. with a few either cable connections or clicks or button pushes, right? And then everything's always working. There's a yeah, it's a different mindset. Some people I think are are in that aesthetic sense, and other people are in the functional right uh, functional mindset. And I think I I, I kind of I personally fall in between the two. Yeah, it's got to be super functional. It's got to feel good, but neither one is like ridiculously extensive. Yeah. Well, whenever you mention like getting in and being able to just get to work without a bunch of clicks and cable connections and stuff, that immediately made me think of just even how messy versus tidy you keep a space. You know, with there's like cables strewn out everywhere on your desk, on the floor. You know, like 
all over the place, visibly in sight. I think that does weigh on your mental headspace a little bit, even if you don't necessarily realize it. But it's just kind of like that, you know, keeping things organized physically can help you feel that way mentally as well. Mm-hmm. It's just one less distraction and you, you can be more focused. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think just keeping a clean, tidy workspace just allows you to to focus on the creative side of things. It always feels good to, to tidy up. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. I think it's tidying the physical space and the mental space, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Which that I think is a big aspect of kind of thinking about just the mood and the vibe that you're setting in your space, even if it's just you working, just being conscious of what that setup feels like is really going to allow you to get where you need to be and ready to work. And yeah, like I was saying, it, it looks different for everyone and different people have different preferences and, and different kinds of work that you're doing too. But for me, we, we talked a little bit about this in the past, but I tend to prefer like a fairly minimal look where there's not distractions, maybe. I don't know where do you fall on that, Joe. Do you like to have things that kind of like draw your attention or? No, I like having everything pretty minimal, but doing Atmos is kind of put a challenge to that. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. The thought process a little bit. Um, so now it's more of just like trying to keep it as clean and as neat um, mm-hmm. as possible. Um, not, I don't like having lots of extra things floating around to draw attention. It's more of just good storage and then a clean workspace. Yeah. Storage is great. Yeah. I've been working on that this week, actually. Nice. But yeah, just being able to sit down and have like a, and, and for me, it's since I'm mixing, it's all about a clean monitoring path, especially for the stereo. So it's like there's nothing that comes between me and my speakers, basically. It's a tiny desk, just the minimal amount of things I need to maximize the sonic quality and my workflow. Yeah. I don't have a big display. I've never been a fan of a big display. I literally plug my laptop in now and and connect with two cables to everything. Mm-hmm. I use that's my laptop awesome. screen, laptop keyboard, and I have an extra mouse. That's it. Nice. Just... I want to be able to get in and work and then be able to work outside the studio because I like that experience as well. Yeah. I think there's a good balance between that, you know. Yeah, you're just able to show up and get straight in. That's awesome. I like that a lot. It's pretty similar with me as well. Yeah, you're on a, you're on a laptop too and headphones. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, you can almost go into your space just to really hyper-focus almost, be able to do everything else outside. Right. Yeah. I mean, if I'm home, I'm going to be working from my space that's dedicated for it just because it's quiet. It's It does have acoustic treatment, which when I'm on headphones is kind of irrelevant, but you know, it just creates a room. Again, it's kind of like what I was saying at the beginning. You walk in and the sound immediately changes where it's just very focused on this specific task. So it allows me to get straight to work without any distraction. And it, you know, the room itself is fairly minimal. There's a window to outside, which is really nice. I do like having that, but that can be a distraction sometimes. So if I like find myself looking at the window too long, which is a almost a pastime of mine, <laughs> then I'll just shut the blinds and keep trucking along. But yeah, that's a pretty nice thing is I can, if I want, I can, you know, work from somewhere else or if I go you know, on any kind of longer trip and I need to work remotely, then it's very easy to take stuff with me and be able to do that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, as far as like 
the space that I'm trying to create, I'm not worrying about any other people, which I think it'd be great to talk about when you're working with other people as well, you know, creating a great space that is kind of conducive to that. But for me, it's easy to just kind of keep it minimal, you know, nothing too fancy, nothing super artsy to distract me very much. I just like to, like you, I just kind of, you know, come in, get straight to work and that's that. Yeah. Yeah. No. And it's also good for tax purposes to have a dedicated space. Yeah, that's true. You can write that off. Yeah, for sure. Which I definitely do. Yep. Same. Doesn't mean I need to always work in there, but when I work in there, that's all I do. Mm hmm. Right. And as far as like a mood, I mean, I was just going to ask you about that. Yeah. So, I mean, we've already kind of hit on it some, but you know, I want to be able to feel, I guess it's just that headspace thing. It's very simple for me. I, I just don't want distractions and I do want it to feel kind of like neat and clean because I want, I guess maybe to give a little perspective, you know, I sort of want to have that approach and the way that I even work on the tracks that I'm working on, I want it to feel nice. I want it to feel thought out, professional, clean if needed. It's kind of just like the space that you work in really has an effect on what sort of headspace you're in. And so for me, that translates to a pretty simple space, but I'm not too big on the super moody, super dark, you know, tons of lights all over the place. That I, That is really cool. And I've enjoyed working in those environments. But for me on a personal level, that tends to distract from doing the work as best as I can, as quickly as I can. So I don't like get too caught up in sitting with something for too long. And I think that even translates in the setup that I have in the space that I'm in. I feel like the darker spaces kind of like pull me into like, all right, we're settling in here for a while. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And I think that's, I think we differ in that sense a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it that's does, really it interesting. It does feel like, because that's why my, my setup is a little bit darker. Mm-hmm. In that sense, when I am ready to sit down after I've done everything outside the studio, then I'm ready to settle in when I walk into my studio. Right. I'm ready to settle in for a few hours to do to do a mix. Not saying that I'm not going to take any breaks, but sure. I'm ready to change my mindset, my thought process. And it mm-hmm. allows me just to hyper-focus on what's in front of me and what's coming out of the speakers. Whereas right. I think in the lighter room, I do get distracted, kind of like your window thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even though I've got two beautiful windows in here. Yeah, I tend to, I'll, I'll close the blinds a little bit and then turn on. I've got some lights that like illuminate behind the main speakers, my LCR, mm-hmm. which are kind of cool. And then I can just focus. I don't even see the speakers at that point. Right. So I just hear the sounds coming out and I, yeah, it's, it's, it's a cool feeling. That's fun. Yeah. Well, I think that lends itself to, yeah, like we're saying, you know, you sort of commit into the work on a more like getting lost level. Maybe I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I imagine that's kind of how it would be for me is very easy to lose track of time. You kind of just like, you get pretty submerged into it. Yeah. Yeah. Three hours goes by like nothing. Right. Yeah. But it allows me to sit in and make like 150 moves in 10 minutes too. Mm. When I'm in that mindset where I can, when I am working, it's, it's very, very efficient. Yeah. That's cool. So I'm able to get a lot done. I'm not sitting in there for eight hours a day, every single day. I may spend a whole day outside the studio just doing prep work for multiple projects. 
mm-hmm. and then come in maybe toward the evening a little bit and then settle in for a few hours right to finalize things so yeah well that's interesting the differences for us cuz i haven't really done the darker mood thing for mastering for a long time i almost wonder what it would be like or what sort of effect it would have on my projects if i did do that again it's interesting to think hmm. about yeah but be. i think that's kind of a thing you know it's part of the reason why we're wanting to do this episode is these decisions do affect the way that you work and I think it's actually really cool. It makes a lot of sense to me why producers and tracking engineers will go a little bit further, maybe with an aesthetic that does create even more of a vibe and a mood, which you could go actually really specific if you want. Like if you're trying to be in a more specific niche of, you know, maybe a certain genre, then you could kind of like decorate in a way that really appeals to that, those sensibilities I think that'd be really fun, honestly, if you like want to kind of get a particular vibe of a genre or a style, then you can even incorporate that into your space. Mm-hmm. That translates into the people that you're working with or even your own headspace. You know, you kind of just get inspired by what's around you. And so that could be really fun to play around with if you're wanting to bring a certain environment or a certain atmosphere to yeah. your space. Yeah, no, that's what makes studios unique, even if they're public or mm-hmm. private right. studios. It just just makes it a good place, a good feeling to go work, basically. Yeah. Well, and that's what's so cool about a lot of, I guess you could call them destination studios. You know, there's some pretty interesting location type studios that aren't just in the middle of a city somewhere. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that are doing almost like a retreat kind of in the woods sort of thing. or you know, whatever it may be, maybe you're out in the desert, maybe you're out in the mountains. There's a lot of different things that you could really play on. Or even if you are in a city or, you know, just a normal kind of town environment, you can sort of trans make your space be a transformative experience where you walk in and it's like, oh my gosh, I suddenly feel like I'm in a cabin in the woods. And that mm-hmm. both for you as the engineer or for clients, if you have them coming in, that can be really, really desirable to just sort of set that mood. You're sort of transported to a new different place and it almost opens your head up to start getting creative, start thinking differently, start doing things, you know, in a way that feels less hindered by your normal day-to-day surroundings. Absolutely. And even the time period too. Like I, I, go, I always think of Creative Workshop in Nashville. Oh, yeah. Um, creative Workshop is such a cool space. It almost blends that 70s vibe and equipment. Um, and in the live room feels like you're almost like in a forest. Everything is like oh wow the, the, the fusion. It's like the natural wood bark sort of thing. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's super, super cool. But the control room's got like a I think like a 70s sphere console and it's got like the brown shag carpet everywhere and nice yeah but then they also have like beautiful PMCs as main monitors mm-hmm. so it's not like you're gonna get a record that comes out sounding like the 70s <laughs> but it puts you in that space a very very unique space yeah um, and a time period that was very very fruitful for that studio right yeah and they, they just own that it's beautiful yeah there's a whole bunch of studios like that I feel Oh, yeah, Um, definitely. Yeah, and it's just, at a certain level, you're all going to get sonic, amazing sonic results from all of them. It's just a matter of what your headspace prefers. Yeah. Mindset, yeah. 
And I think too, there's a lot to do with inspiration. What inspires you? What kind of helps spark some creative ideas? That could be anything from, you know, decor on the walls to like a set of puzzle games that you keep on a table or something, you know, just like mm-hmm. could be a lot of different things that get you in a different or new headspace that helps yeah. spark some ideas. And there's a lot you can do with that. Setting pro tools to record in destructive mode only. That's a good one. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, there <laughs> you go. <laughs> Definitely makes you think about what you're doing. Yep, yep. You can be the only studio that has that setting on. <laughs> just, like, just like tape without yeah. the noise. Yeah, maybe that's going to be your niche. Anyway. <laughs> no, but I think that's a really fun thing to think about. And definitely something, I feel like part of this conversation is something that helps make you unique. You can think about things that you like, that appeal to you, that your clients or your ideal clients like and the things that appeal to them make your space feel like home for that you know and again you don't have to be out in some crazy location though that can be really cool too you know you can make it a whole experience where it is like a trek to get where you are it's very literally a retreat you know but you can even do that just in a different room in your house if if you need to and yeah it just makes for such a cool experience even if that's if it's only you it's still that transportation type thing where it's like, okay, I'm now in this, my creative sweet spot almost. Exactly. Exactly. It's like, it's your studio haven. You can just call it that. Yeah, exactly. This is a fun place to go where Mm -hmm. on top of doing a fun job, you get to work in a fun space. That's your own. Yeah. You don't have to share with anybody else for the most part, if, if that's your thing. Right. And, you know, it could be a fun space and it could also be like a safe space. You almost make an environment that feels like, okay, I'm able to just do things without judgment or without pressure, maybe, where you just feel like, ah, this is a sigh of relief. I can just be expressive. I can be creative. And whatever happens is cool. Like, may not use it all. I mean, I think that can even be communicated in just the way that you set up your own environment, the mood that you create. That's a personal thing, too, for sure, in the way that you just kind of think about things and the way that you communicate stuff. But also, your space can be that as well. I mean, you know, you can hang up cool quotes that are really inspirational and kind of like freeing almost, if that's what you want to do. There's a lot of influence, I guess, that you can have on your projects just by what your setup is like. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think the possibilities are endless. I've heard of studios that are on like a boat. <laughs> That's, that'd be uh, yeah, a really there's interesting one. Thing. Could have a very nautical theme. <laughs> yeah, nautical theme. Maybe not on a boat. I tend to keep water away from studio. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It seems like a nightmare of maintenance. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but if you're up for it, go for it. Yep, absolutely. Anything else, Adam? Man, I don't know. I didn't think this would be a super long episode. Um, no. Just, uh, yeah. Yeah, there's just a lot of value in th- considering the environment that you're putting yourself in. And the thing is, maybe to give it like a broader context is more likely than not, this is a space that you're going to be going in multiple days a week, if not your full-time five, six, maybe seven days a week type space. And so the environment that you're putting yourself in really does weigh on your experience doing that work that you're going to be doing. And so if it's like really distracting, really cluttered, if it's, if it's not 
conducive to creativity or efficiency or whatever, you know, some of your goals are, then that's going to weigh you down and affect more than even just the music you're working on, but even life outside of the studio work that you're doing. So it's a huge mm-hmm. consideration. Absolutely. Yeah, that's very well put, Adam. Cool. Well, hopefully this has been a helpful episode. And even more than that, hopefully this has been a great and helpful season for you all. Thanks for sticking with us for two seasons now. And Yes, thank you. Yeah, it's been awesome. We're working on a lot of fun stuff coming up for the future seasons starting with season three we're gonna take a short break and excited to be back really soon to keep bringing fresh and exciting content to everyone so thanks for sticking with Mm -hmm. us and we'll talk to you soon talk to you soon everyone all right bye